Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Oh, what's shaking, Logan? Hooray! Oh, you know, just uh, living the dream. Living the dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just living the dream. <laughs> yeah? What Big does that move. Mean? Just moved over to uh, Frankfurt, Kentucky. Capital of well. Kentucky. Not a lot of people know that. Did you know the Capitol building's really cool looking? It is. I've been it's in there. Very, it looks a lot like uh, D.C. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cool. it's uh it's uh great uh, building been in uh and it's certainly the home of many controversies. Yeah. Yeah. How's the commute? It's about 45 minutes, so it's an adjustment. Now are you yet turning your automobile into an educational It has become whatever? uh it, it, it well, my wife is with me right now. So right now it's like You're like be quiet, honey. I'm listening. <laughs> right now, it's like K Love every morning. <laughs> that's <laughs> but, good. Yeah, that's good. But uh, eventually, whenever she's going to Louisville, it'll be like Podcast Central. There you go. All right. Hey, before we uh, go any further, let's give credit where credit is due to our wonderful sponsor. They're Jewel, great. Jewel Financial. Great. Great sponsor. You know, they don't they don't over they don't micromanage. They don't tell us what we have to say, what we can't say. It's really I mean, they give us creative ability. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Whoever there whoever management is over there doing a bang up stellar, job. Stellar, stellar job. So our sponsor, Jewel Financial, a comprehensive retirement and financial planning firm located in central Kentucky, serving folks all over the United States. If you are a listener of this podcast and you're like, wow, I really like what I hear. These guys are relatable and sound like they know what they're talking about, at least on a few episodes here or there. Maybe maybe uh, you're looking for an advisor or a second opinion or you have a complex situation. You just need some guidance. Hit us up on the web. Just visit our website, J-O-U-L-E. That's Jewel, as in a unit of measurement of energy, jewelfinancial.com. And you actually can schedule. I think you can schedule a meeting right there, right? I yeah. Mean, you you it just uh, yeah. boom it goes hits, to Zoom. Hits the calendar. Hits the calendar, and you can schedule and bam, have a meeting. It's unbelievable. Yep. Technology today. Um, a few other housekeeping odds and ends. DIY Tribe on Facebook. If you're still on the Facebook, it's rocking and rolling. And hopefully, I, well, I know it's live now. DIYMoney.org is uh, the website which is uh, launched, and we're going to. Uh, we've got some nice articles on there, and we're going to be uh, writing a little bit more extensively about the various podcasts we do. So our goal is to kind of break some things down that maybe we don't talk about in the in the 12 to 15-minute segment. So check that out. That's DIYMoney.org. If you go there and we've not yet updated a picture, there's literally text <laughs> that says, photo of Daniel Logan and I. That's so yeah, funny. we got to get it. We got to get a good photo. Well, we do it. have to get Well, our photographer's traveling the country right now, so he's not in town, and uh, we're pretty partial and loyal to him, but we will get that up. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's a look <laughs> under the hood of how things work in a small business. There like, hey, this is where a picture's going. <laughs> and they're like, well, we should wait. I'm like, take it live. Just put it <laughs> Just live. Put a, it our designer, he lost his mind over that. He's like, you can't take this. I was like, yeah, you can. Hit the button. Take it live. Yeah. Get those mice working. Or just have someone revisit to make sure that they can see the picture in the future. That's right. That's right. Um, okay. Anything else? What else is going on in your world? Did you create a, find a hobby yet? A hobby has been lifting furniture and yeah. moving it for yeah. an hour down the road. Yeah, yeah I, I'm still sore. I moved things like four days ago, which yeah. is going to be like two weeks ago in this 
comes out. But still, I mean, I'm like, I'm hurting. So you're hurting, and and how old? And I'm not going to be that guy who's like, oh, wait till you get older, blah, blah, 25. blah. 25. 25. But I do want to lament a little bit. I'm 45, turned 46 in a few weeks, a few months, a few weeks, whatever. And uh, I'm in pain all over. <laughs> <laughs> just like constantly. So, How's the know, legs and everything? Well, I, mean, I guess hamstring. good. I haven't run in a week and a half, and I have a race in two days, so yeah. that'll be interesting. That's going to be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. Hopefully the hammy holds up. We'll see. I, you know, if not, I'll just run real slow. I mean, I, you know, I'm over kind of getting upset about it. But now, you know, I have, a, I have a tear in my shoulder I've had for I don't even know how long, 15 years, 20 years. I'm sure I got it when I was your age, but it just didn't bother me. And now I go through these periods where it just – it is painful. Last night was one of those periods, meaning I like you can't sleep. It's so yep. painful. Th- thankfully, I have a very good friend who's a PA, and and I can kind of get in his schedule very quickly and get one of those miraculous shots. <laughs> nice. So instead of like going into surgery, I don't do that. Every few months, I get a shot. Yeah, well, uh, that is right the reason there. I did not ask you for help on the move. Oh, I, I can't uh, do that. No, no, that's one good thing about having ailments now and people <laughs> who are like, hey, I got to move some things. I'm like, I'm not your guy. Like I just I come out with it. Like, full force. Like, I'm sorry. No, I can't. It's just not me. It's not me. I mean, it's just not even worth Pride, no, none there. I'm just like, I don't have that. It's not in me. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, we got some good questions today. This one's going to uh, be a little bit specific and niche, but I love those. So, uh, Alex, uh, what do you got? D-I-Y! My name is Alex Ferguson from Seattle, Washington, and I had a question regarding expense planning for families with special needs children. My son is close to a year old and suffered a stroke at birth and has been diagnosed with cerebral palsy. There is a wide range of needs he may have in learning support from being fully independent and going to college to needing special education from elementary through high school years that I am trying to prepare for. One of these decisions is picking a financial vehicle to prepare for these scholastic expenses. I'm trying to decide between investing in a 529, enable account, or a brokerage account. What path would be best given these circumstances? Thanks for your input and guidance. Okay, Alex, this hits close to home. Our youngest son has what's called Fragile X disorder, genetic uh, disorder. Uh, We were not diagnosed at birth, and that became a little bit more difficult because we spent several years trying to figure out what the challenges were and really got no answers until... And it was truly a God thing. I mean, just the moons aligned, and uh, we met the right people. We had a genetic map done for something completely different, and it was discovered that he had uh, Fragile X. So a repetition of the X chromosome, it blocks a um, intellectual, um, uh, what am I trying to say, protein, and therefore he will pretty much stay at a, you know, intellectually a certain age for his entire life. So I uh, I can understand uh, the situation. I certainly, you know, a child with cerebral palsy that, you know, is, is certainly um, uh, challenging and, and presents its own challenges. That said, what we do have in common is, you know, saving, investing for a child with special needs that take into consideration some things that most folks don't have to consider. We went through uh, the normal process when we first had him. We set up a custodial account, just like I've done with my other children, started investing on his behalf, giving the flexibility of education and or you know future needs. But when we got that uh, genetic uh, you know test done and, and certainly uh, the results, we realized very quickly, 
our son would then eventually qualify for certain services uh, from the federal government, whether it's Social Security, sort of, um, you know, disability income uh, and or health care benefits, et cetera, at a, at a young age, because you will not be able to necessarily go out into the workforce and work and so forth. So uh, there are unique methods by which you have to save because a certain amount of assets in your child's name would then disqualify him for those services. So I'm going to just share with you what we did. I do encourage, however, that uh, you might want to seek some legal counsel in this regard just to make sure that you're following the rules and regulations, not just from a federal level, but from a state level. So again, I'll share with you what we did, and then um, uh, you can kind of take that for what it's worth and then go uh, down your own path. The first thing we did was we removed any and all money out of his name. So we did not, we immediately removed custodial monies uh, from his name, and we started, and I know you wrote this in your email, we started an ABLE Now account through the state of Kentucky. In the state of Kentucky, you're allowed to put up to $100,000 in an ABLE Now account that can be used for your child's benefit. It does not. It is not included in their sort of asset calculation when it comes to services uh, provided by the federal government and or state. Now, uh, we did not. We did not have the ability to do so, nor would we have just dumped a hundred grand in there. But what we did do is calculated and said, okay, um, how much am I going to put in here? Just like I was saving for the other children, and ultimately stop. So that as it continued to grow, we wouldn't be over and above the $100,000 mark. Now, you mentioned having educational expenses or some sort of service expenses now at his current age. We're in the public school system, uh, so I can't address that. We, uh, for a very long time, paid out of pocket for things like PT and OT just when we were on our own because we didn't have a diagnosis and we didn't know what was going on. That was considerable expenses. Uh, but ultimately, once we had that diagnosis, we now have the ability to um, have a unique um, uh, sort of educational, you know, individual educational plan and IEP. That's, I think, what it's called in every state for our son, which affords him the ability to go to OT uh, and speech therapy and PT within the school system. And it's paid for as part of our taxes that pay for the educational expenses of the school. So all of that is included. We don't have any current expenses when it comes to that. However, uh, what we desired to do was to save on his benefit or on his behalf with, again, not having the monies in his name. Uh, the other thing that we did, in addition to the ABLE account, which if you do the compounding sort of math behind it, we didn't have to put in much to basically calculate that at some point in time when he think he's 21, he's going to have $100,000 there. So we used you know basic math, did a kind of discounted valuation, said, okay, we can put, I don't even think, I don't even know what it was, like 12000 15000 I don't remember what it was. And it wasn't much because, again, it's going to compound quickly, assuming the markets act the way they should. Uh, so that will cap out that 100000 That's all we wanted in there. Now, I did learn subsequently thereafter, which I was not aware of, that you can actually do ABLE accounts in different states if you wanted to. Uh, Ohio, for instance, I believe their ABLE uh, uh, limit is two hundred or 250000 
And I did learn that we could have opened an ABLE account in the state of Ohio, even though we're residents of the state of Kentucky, and we would have qualified for that and been able to, to contribute there. We did not do that, however. Can, well, you, we, can you do both? Can you do mm-hmm. Kentucky yeah, and Ohio? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, we can double it up. We did not do that, however. What we did is we implemented a special needs trust for our son, uh, a, a revocable special needs trust which allowed us to contribute money into this special needs trust to invest it in a brokerage account, but have the flexibility to use that money if and when needed for his benefit. For example, I, and I put a decent size amount of money in there and will continue to do so because I don't want my son to have a, a financial care in the world. It, it, the additional thing on top of that is extremely motivating when you learn that you're going to be responsible for someone their entire life, right? It's not one of these 18 and you're out of the house, good luck. You know, it's one of these, hey, you're 38 and I'm still responsible for you. That's very motivating. I'm sure you're feeling the same. So we put a, a, a decent size amount and we'll continue to do in the special needs trust. Perfect example, my son is getting a special needs dog. Uh, and you can imagine, I'm sure maybe you've looked into it, what those cost. We are pulling some money out of his special needs trust to, uh, to purchase the dog and transportation to and from to get the dog and you know so on and so forth. So uh, that's what that special needs trust is used for. Now, the final caveat I'll say, and we had to learn this, because the stroke was at birth, you might already be on a plan like this. I don't know. But in the state of Kentucky, we have a program. It's called Michelle P. And I don't know who Michelle P. was, but Michelle P. Waiver. And in the state of Kentucky, you can get a child or an individual on that. And basically, it covers their medical expenses for the rest of their lives. It's pretty amazing. Now, because our child was not born with this, well, he was, but we did not know it in the hospital, uh, we had to get on the waiting list. And the waiting list in the state of Kentucky is like six or seven years long. We got on there immediately. Every year, we're reached out to, do we still want to be on the waiting list? Absolutely. We get on that waiting list. I would strongly encourage you to look within the state of Washington for any and all programs, and maybe you're already on them, maybe you're there, that can help your son and the expenses that may be there in the future. The final thing, sorry, Logan, The final. I'm just passionate about this, but the final thing is if you run into any financial difficulty whatsoever, there is a plethora of opportunities out there, scholarships, um, you know, uh, organizations that will help fund your uh, child's needs if you are not able to fund them. And obviously, you're hardworking and trying to make sure you're taking care of these. But in the event um, that you fall short, please understand there are resources available. That's all I got. Oh, yeah. You can't stop me. You can only hope to contain me. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I really have much to add to that. I think you you did a good job explaining. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a it's a unique situation. I never. I mean, obviously, you don't you don't think you're gonna face these difficulties or these challenges, and then when they come, it's it's again part of overall planning and sort of you know developing that roadmap. I will say this, Alex, is that if if you listen to this podcast and you're like, yeah, I'm a little in the weeds with that, 
I mean, hit me up. You know, send me an email. You, you've got, you know, podcast at DIYMoney.org comes to me. So I'm happy to, to kind of help and point you in the right direction. Obviously, I don't know the state of Washington's um, laws, uh, but I can maybe point you in, in the direction of someone who does and happy to, uh, happy to help dialogue further about this. But the two things you want to obviously save and invest for your child and their future with the accessibility of using that money now, which I think is important. Number two, however, you don't want that money in your child's name if you can help it so that you don't impede upon any uh, services that they will be qualified for in the future. Sounds good. <laughs> Logan's <laughs> I mean, not. Logan's staying in his lane. I like it. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. I think we'll conclude on that then. Uh, again, friends, uh, all Alex did was sent us a audio question to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. We will now send him a $25 Amazon gift certificate. So if you have any questions that you are interested in, send them to us. We are now cutting three episodes a week. So the more, the merrier. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, friends, the secret to financial success is really simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.